Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Trevor Noah here. During last year's presidential campaign, we sent our very own Jordan Klepper all around the country to attend as many Trump rallies as he could. And he did, from Pennsylvania to Iowa, all the way to the Capitol riots on January 6th. Now that some time has passed, we thought it would be a good idea for Jordan to look back at what he saw, catch up with the people he met, and reflect on that year and its violent conclusion. So tonight, we present to you Jordan Klepper's journey into the MAGAverse. I'm Jordan Klepper, and I'm back where it all began, in the very same parking lot where I interviewed hundreds of fired-up Trump supporters here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Or Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Or... Shit, this might be Jersey. The point is, I've definitely been here before, because I remember doing a badass hero shot over there, interviewing some women drinking wine at 10 in the morning, and walking out of that cornfield like a boss. Although there's no more cornfield. So, thanks a lot, President Joe Biden. Last year, I followed Trump supporters to his rallies, from parking lots just like this one, all the way to the steps of the Capitol. Then I stopped, because sedition's not really my thing. I'm more of a jaywalking guy. But now that the election's over and the glass has been cleaned up from the Capitol, I wanted to look back and reflect on this past year and see how this led to this. Because ultimately, they were about the same thing. A fervent devotion to Donald Trump above everything else. And that's something I learned early on in my travels. The picture of Donald Trump that his supporters have in their heads is more flattering than, well, almost any picture of Donald Trump. But don't ask me. Just ask them to describe Donald Trump. Trump is my hero of president. Trump is kind of a force. His aura came in the room before he did. Donald Trump is our first rock star superhero president. He's a very tall man, a little bit shorter than yourself, very big man, uh, nice big hands. He's a man for all the people, I think. He didn't need this job whatsoever either. The White House is honestly like a downgrade from his 
penthouse suite and everything. Yeah. It feels so, like it's, it's a downgrade for America, too. He's just a peaceful person in general, I think. And he puts those protesters down like that, yes. which causes peace pretty quickly. Yeah. He's got skin that is, is about as thick as it gets. And Don, who does? Donald, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is? Yeah, is thick skin. He's, thick he's, skin. He gets mad if a celebrity makes fun of him on Twitter. Yeah. He's the real-life Tony Stark. They should call him President Iron Man. Well, Tony Stark gave a shit about science. <laughs> uh, of course, you can't be a true superhero without some tragic flaws. Sometimes I don't like what he tweets. I don't 100% agree with the way the guy talks. Admittedly, his personality's a bit rough around the edges. If he's doing a good job, why can't you just vote for him? He, yeah, he's an ass sometimes. All right, we'll end on that last part. I think okay. something we can all agree yeah, on. Yeah, he is no. an ass sometimes, but that's him. That's him, right? Nothing could stop a Trump rally. Not bad weather, not a looming impeachment trial, not a full-time job as leader of the free world, and definitely not COVID-19. Even at the height of the pandemic, the Trump rallies still drew a crowd because Trump rallies are worth it. Just ask anyone who isn't Herman Cain. Besides, there's simple, effective health precautions that can limit risk at these events, like wearing a mask. But for many Trump rally goers, this was a face diaper of oppression. Trump is all about transparency, as you can see on the faces of his supporters. Frankly, I'm pretty jealous of these mouth breathers. Whenever they report it, they just talk about cases and death. They don't talk about recovery. They just tend to focus on the, the number. Negative stuff. Yeah, the scary like, stuff. Too much focus on the number dead, let's focus on the other uplifting stuff. Correct. Why no mask? Frankly, I forgot it in my car. Why aren't you wearing a mask? I mean, again, it's a personal choice, I think. If everybody was wearing them and everybody said put a mask on, I would respect everybody's wishes and put it on. Uh -huh. We're not cheap. We're you're lions. Not cheap. You're not cheap. But if everybody here was wearing masks? If everybody was wearing them, but again, we're not cheaper. You're not cheaper. We're not. So you're going to look at what everybody's doing and you're going to follow That's along. That's it. Yeah, but not cheap. Not cheap. You know, from a Trump supporter's point of view, a Trump rally was a traveling carnival. It rolled into town, gave everyone some thrills, then rolled back out, leaving some good memories, some COVID hospitalizations, and some unpaid bills. So what happens when the president of the United States stiffs the locals on an invoice? Just ask the mayor of Albuquerque, New Mexico, who's still looking for his money. Mr. Mayor, thank you for joining us. What happened? with the city of Albuquerque and the Trump campaign. Trump came for a rally and we decided to bill him because the cost of the city were tremendous. They made us shut down downtown. We had to close city hall. And so we decided to just bill the campaign for it and we have yet to get paid. So uh, how much does Trump owe? 200,000 roughly. $200,000, that's it? He's, he's into Deutsche Bank for 350 million. You think you're gonna get your money from him? He doesn't even pay the IRS and they could put him in jail. In my mind, he owes us a lot more because there were uh, about a day and a half where we couldn't even function as a city. What have you tried to do to get money back from Donald Trump? No phone calls have been returned, so we hired a collection agency. You actually hired a collections agency? He should be getting these annoying voicemails that like, we get usually from scam companies where it's like, you owe debts. 
I mean, I think Mar-a-Lago is now getting those calls. A collection agency for Donald Trump, I feel like they could specialize predominantly in just Donald Trump claims. Like, did you ask for a number 12? We know other cities just from news reports have also billed the campaign. Yes, the king of debt is very good at staying on brand because he owes lots of cities money. Maybe you send a tough guy to go get money from him. Like, you're the mayor of New Mexico. You don't know Mike from Breaking Bad? Uh, I don't, but uh, I have heard actually as a person, he's a great dude, and and he really also loves Albuquerque. When people out there hear that a city doesn't get $200,000, what does that actually mean to a place like Albuquerque? Where would that money go? Really what happens, it just goes into the general fund and we use it to operate the city. So police force or fire, all of those services. Is it fair to say that Donald Trump has effectively defunded the police? I mean, I knew it was happening somewhere in America. Apparently it's happening somewhat in Albuquerque. By that definition, you could say that. Knowing that he owes $200,000 to Albuquerque might mean he'll never come to Albuquerque again. And is that worth it? That's all right with us. We're totally fine with that. I got a little gift for you that I think could be helpful. I want to send this your way. Welcome to Albuquerque. We do not accept checks from Donald J. Trump. (laughs) I saw this at a bodega once to really just shame anybody who had bounced checks. And this, it kind of did the trick. Hey, if you send that to us, we we might send you back an image of that hanging somewhere. (laughs) Done. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If there's one thing Trump supporters hate, it's fake news. Which begs the question, which news sources do they trust? We used to like Fox. We don't like Fox. We don't like like MSNBC. We don't like CBS. We don't like any of the fake news channels because they lie all the time. What happened to Fox? Was it their COVID coverage that turned you off? No. What about Hannity? I like Hannity. Tucker. Tucker. And Tucker. So just two hours every day on Fox News. Otherwise, it's a complete boycott. Yes, absolutely. Will you accept Joe Biden as president of the United States on the 20th? No, I will not accept the verdict. No, I will not. So look, what I, I've educated myself about this, okay? I don't know all that's in the Constitution. Have you read it? It's pretty short. The Constitution of America? Yeah. I've not read the whole thing, no. Sure. You've read the entire thing? Yes, it's remarkably short. All right. I, I doubt that, but it's okay. You should read it, because you might be committing a seditious act in an hour and a half. Okay, I'm not going to comment about that. What do you think of the impeachment? Come on, everybody knows what it's all about. Read the transcript, right? Read the transcript, right. Have you read read the transcript? I have not read it. But we should read the transcript. We should. Look at the transcript, right? Yeah, look at the transcript. Have you read the transcript? Uh, I I trust the word of our president, man. Yeah. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. Yeah. Did you read the transcript? I don't have to. (laughs) Everyone else has I can read it if I need to. Right, yeah. But it's important that everybody reads the transcript. It is very important. Pay attention and think for yourself. Yes. You have, but to be clear, you have not read the transcript. I haven't. No. Right. No. But it is just important. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a sheep. Think for yourself. But again, just to be very clear, yeah. you have not read it. I have not read it. You just trusted somebody else who read it. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying about don't be a sheep? Don't sheep. Think, think for, for yourself. Do your own research. Do your own research. Yeah. But just because they won't read their sources, that doesn't mean they don't have them. 
somewhere. Historically, this presidency has lost more jobs than any other. That's not true. It's not true. He has not. He has not. Have you looked? Tony, I need my sheet with the jobs. <laughs> I'm gonna give you facts. Come on. Give me facts. The facts. That fact sheet. What's on the fact sheet? I'm gonna show you. The fact sheet is that in my car. You don't have the fact sheet? So close. She had the real facts, but I think she left them at the wine store. People are stealing our election. It's obvious. This is our country. People are stealing our election. How are they stealing the election? Because it's, they're putting voter fraud. It's suspicious. How are they putting voter fraud? Department of Homeland Security said it was the most secure election in America. Who's that? That's one guy like you and me, Brosif. You guys should do some research. There is massive voter fraud, as the evidence is being demonstrated by Mike Lindell and others. To be clear, I think he goes by the pillow guy. What are your lines? Who do you trust? I trust the president. I think he's heading in the right direction. I trust Trump. I trust Donald Trump. I trust Donald Trump. And that's it. Well, there's, uh, there's, uh, okay. I trust Trump and what he says and what he knows. You know, I don't trust the media that much. So the only person you really believe is Donald Trump himself? Uh, that's not the only person I believe. Who else do you believe? I mean, ultimately, I believe Jesus is king and I believe the Bible. That's like two. So you got Jesus and Trump. No, I trust a lot of people, my friends, my family. What do you say to critics Tucker say Carlson. I yeah. Tucker Carlson, Jesus, and Donald Trump. And more. I can go on and on if you want. No, I, I think I get the picture. People ask me lots of questions about my time at Trump rallies. Are the people I talk to real? Is what they say scripted? Do they agree to be interviewed? Was I ever close to getting my ass kicked? The answers are yes, no, sometimes, and oh boy, definitely. Here's a look behind the scenes at how the MAGA sausage got made. Should we get closer? Yeah, we're gonna... Here, this guy's got a, a, lo a loud majority shirt on. I saw them at the front. Let's grab him. Did I see you at a rally in Hershey? No. You weren't in Hershey? No. Harrisburg? Nope. No. no. Is this no. your first rally? No. No? I'm starting to get deja vu. Finding the right person to interview is a subtle art. You survey the scene, looking for the perfect shirt, hat, sign, or you could just walk up to the lady with a megaphone. Oh, kind of oh. Who's she to interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, guys, here we go, here we go. Trump train, choo-choo, Trump train, choo-choo. We're coming to a town near you. Many people wonder if we get permission to film them, and we do, which is apparently much harder than getting them to send surprise recurring donations to the Trump campaign. Before I show this, I just need a signature, if that's all right. I'm not doing it. Daily <laughs> show with Trevor Noah. Are you Trevor? No, he's he's in New York. He's not here. This is Jordan. Awesome. Thanks. Tell me your name. I can print your name. Just here. Sign right there. You see? Yeah, perfect. Trevor Noah, The Daily. You want to talk to him? Sign the release. You want to be a sign of release? You guys are going to ask me a bunch of dumb trick questions and say there was 10 people here today? I want to know how many you think. Sometimes these people are so enthusiastic, they don't even wait for their turn to talk. Hell I mean, yeah, they, they, Trump, this, is a yeah. this is a conspiracy against the United States. Thousands of people tried to murder people inside that I very building. Oh, that's a ridiculous lie. That's, that's, that's a ridiculous lie. Sometimes their anti-media anger is surprisingly personal. You're not funny. Uh, I don't know what the positions hey kid, are on that, but I'm telling funny. you, if Biden Clipper. is legit, he would not Clipper. fight Clipper's a recount. One second, I got, I got some fans here. 
You're a wuss. You're not a man of God. I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm no, you're atheist. a wuss. You're right. a wuss. Just like Trevor Noah. Aerosols. Aerosols. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. We gotta take a break after this. Second fiddle to a second fiddle. He's the anti-American guy. So they're a little bit upset. They're a little bit upset here. You can tell. Okay. Are you guys the liberal media? I have one word for you. You are controlled by the deep state. That's like four, five, six government. words, ten words. You. That's even two. That one's even two. But that's okay. Here's a moment when you might think the heated conversation is over. And at a MAGA rally, it rarely is. Fake news. You guys are fake news. You are brainwashed by the cabal. And I have one word for you, fake news. The silent majority is done with your ass. That's too, that's two words. Done with your lies. Go f*** yourself, liberal media. Go f*** yourself. You want a message? Go f*** yourself. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah, but every so often, the anger, the vitriol, and the combativeness melts away. And we have a conversation that you could almost call civil. I appreciate your questions. You weren't, you weren't feeding me these leading questions that I, I appreciate. That. Well, they gave well, very genuine, and they were important questions too. I mean, a lot of people don't, they're not asked to, forced to answer these sorts of things. Well, that's the part we're gonna use. Obviously I'm biased, but I'm trying to be more intellectually honest. I would say you're doing this all wrong. At this point, you're supposed to call me fake news and insult my testicles. There are some people in the news who give it a bad name, but I think there are good, honest journalists out there. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donald Trump is more than a president. He's even more than a man. He's a brand. A brand associated with power, opulence, and the cuts of meat you find next to foot massagers at the Sharper Image. And no one loves the Trump brand more than his supporters. Every MAGA rally was a vast field of tasteful MAGA merch with bright colors and copyright violations as far as the eye could see. Here are just a few of my absolute faves. People say it's uncool to wear the merch of a band to their own concert. Well, those people have never been to a Trump rally. You don't see a Buttigieg RV like this. Even a Kia is tastefully adorned with like one bumper sticker. Is that a Trump hat on top of a cowboy hat? Yeah, it's actually my dad's hat. Yeah, that's sort of like the turducken of patriotism. Has this impeachment been fair? Um, I think it's a joke. I just needed to build something as tough as uh, Trump, so I made the Trumpinator. So a uh, ruthless, heartless uh, automaton has come from the future to destroy our hope? Is that what's going on here? 
But like any unlicensed merchandise, sometimes the official branding messages can get lost. Why are you here? Well, because two weeks ago I had a dream, and in that dream I was given this vision. This, that's, you, you, had, you had a screen printing dream? Your dream told you that Trump is going to win, and then Ivanka, and then Don Jr., and Eric. Tiffany is going to win in 2048, and then Barron. Great. All right. Uh, but Barron only serves one term. No, no, two terms. No, that's only one term. That's four years. Yeah, actually, these are mostly one-term presidents. No, you're, you're not reading it right, brother. No, I'm like 20, no this is 20, 24 to 28. That's then, four years. And then another four. No, no, no. That's These are one-term presidents. Uh, Ivanka, one term. Don Jr., one what term. What's for Ivanka? What's, her, what's the date? Ivanka is 2024, and 2028. That's eight years. That's four years. No, you have a four-year period here where somebody else gets elected. No. It doesn't say anything about re-elected. It does. It says, has her getting elected in 2024 and 2028. Your math is wrong. No, my math is not and, wrong. And while these patriots love America, they do think that Old Glory could use a little jazzing up. It's not the size of the flag that matters. It's how many votes you get in the electoral college system. Everybody said this thing. Stand on your flag. Yeah, yeah. It's a big flag. Yeah, so yeah. Please don't yeah. stand on so, it. It's also not an American flag. So. Stars and stripes on it, brother. Just appreciate if you don't stand Doesn't on it. Doesn't it feel like it's mostly Donald Trump obscuring still, the flag? appreciate if you don't stand on it. Be honest, if anybody's disrespecting a flag, I think it's the 10-foot high Donald Trump. What is that? Is that is that Trump? That's Trump on a Confederate flag? That's a Confederate flag, yeah. See that CNN? See that? Dixie still lifts. Cold water. Buddy, you don't know how to pick a winner. You might as well put a Jets hat on. And the MAGA merch isn't just fun. It's functional. Because on January 6th, it was a great way to identify all your fellow insurrectionists. I was worried that we were in trouble, but then I saw that we got the tyranny response team here, and I feel a lot better. Thanks for all you do. Look into your heart, okay? It's not a joke. Look, you make a good point, but you yes, are wearing, you're wearing a, a, one, a onesie that is a flag. I suppose if you bought all of these flags and all of these garments, you gotta do something like this. I mean, they've been prepping for this, at least sartorially, for years. What was the mood at a Trump rally? What was the feeling? Fun? Sure. Camaraderie? Yeah. Oh, what else? Uh, oh yeah, rage. I watched it simmer at these rallies for years, then build during the campaign, and I was there on January 6th when it finally boiled over into the Capitol building. Here's what that awful day of insurrection looked like on the ground from the point of view of a guy who was just there to find some laughs. I'm here in the nation's capital. They're boarding up some of the buildings here, and I overheard a man in fatigue say, they're worried about Antifa. Yeah, that's who they're worried about, man in military fatigue. Being on the ground on January 6th was really unnerving from the very beginning. Even the night before the insurrection, when we checked into our DC hotel, we knew this was different. We overheard wild conversations in the lobby full of MAGA faithful, massless supporters claiming COVID stories of packed emergency rooms were lies, and they were all, in fact, empty. Seeing a lot of cosplay here. There's military here, and then there's a lot of these people who are pretending to be military here. 
You know how you know? Because they don't have badges. They just have uh, notes from their wife that says, you can go for the weekend and hang out with your friends, but be back on time. My producer wanted to ease into the interviews after seeing the charged crowd full of Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, QAnon believers, and anyone else willing to toss aside our democracy. It's getting a bit hectic there, so I wanted to find some space. Luckily, there is some here at the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Then we spotted a group of Proud Boys appearing to leave the event, heading east toward the Capitol, well before Trump finished his speech. Proud Boys, tighten up! We found filming on the National Mall was a safer, more effective way to get real conversations for a while. Then we found a man acting unhinged with a pitchfork. This is a warning! We can mobilize a million people to any city in this country now. Make no mistake, that's the situation. That's right, man! We're not playing around! Who was interrupted by a man acting more unhinged. How come we got a million people at the monument when over there's where they're screwing us? How come nobody's over there? How come we're not down to plenty of you all come down here and film Congress? Put it to us! all you all mother all y'all! The really unhinged guy angered the sort of unhinged guy wielding the pitchfork. I'll speak for myself! Okay, he speaks for himself. He shut it down. You are absolutely about to all go down! Broad boys are here. As we were setting up for a quick stand-up, we noticed another large group marching aggressively down the street. The Proud Boys all passed by again. We settled in a spot just outside the northwest side of the Capitol because we knew that at around 1 p.m. that angry crowd would be arriving there from the White House. And we knew that if things got hairy, it gave us the best escape route to the train and our cars. And then words became actions. The barricades got pushed over and folks flooded in. We're starting to see this mass of people. They broke through the gates here and now they're heading into the the Capitol. I'm hearing people say, it's our house. I heard some old man start screaming, forward, forward. It's our house. It's, uh, democracy should look more uh, organized than what we're seeing right now. But well, we've been organized. We have to do something else. Because they don't do it properly. They don't go inside. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. We pay for the heat. It's time to go inside. These were the broke. Trump supporters were getting up on the stairs, the fences, and the embankments, barking at people, telling them where to go. Everyone turned into field generals, most of them wearing sweatshirts you buy at airports when you get cold waiting to board your flight. Folks have pushed through, and now they're heading into the Capitol. No violence, other than shoving that down and carrying pitchforks. It was a mix of the scary and the absurd, MAGA in a nutshell. There were the scary... There were the absurd... Can, can, I, can I ask you some questions? Are you afraid if you run out of batteries for the last stand that you'll be thwarted? Good luck. I hope you don't run into bumpy terrain or stairs. Personally, I don't think I'll ever forget talking to a man on a Segway who was attempting to topple the greatest democracy on earth. The Democrat Party, progressive socialist Marxists, pose a far greater threat to this nation than any, any person on the battlefield. We looked around and we were shocked, but not surprised. The last 14 months tipped it pretty good. The total distrust of facts and information their cult-like devotion, not to their country or ideals, but to a person. 
Of course they were gonna get here. And we knew it was time to leave. We continued listening to the escalating insurrection unfold in the only place a comedy show should, from the quiet car of an Acela rushing back to New York City. Of course, as we all know, the insurrection failed. Trump left office and the MAGA supporters who aren't awaiting trial have returned to their hometowns and their old lives. But before I walked away from this story, I wanted to connect one more time with a Trump rally goer, one-on-one, away from the cameras and insults and sense of impending doom. So I caught up with Edward the Debt Collector to hear what he's up to. I've talked to hundreds or what feels like thousands of Trump supporters. And there have been a few folks who truly stand out, like Edward. I'm literally making four times as much as I was making when Obama was president. What do you do? I work for a debt relief company. (laughs) It's good to be a white debt relief collector. Besides being first in line at the Harrisburg PA rally, he spent the better part of last year at rallies, on the local news, and in the papers, preaching the MAGA gospel. I truly believe that Donald Trump was sent by God. I wanted to see if the ultimate rally head had any misgivings post-January 6th and if there was any common ground we could stand on. Edward. I see you dressed down. I figured you'd want me fully decked. Yeah, we were going to ask you to bring your Trump apparel, but I guess you didn't get the email. (laughs) I'm going to sit six feet away if you don't mind. That's all right. I got something under the mask. Do you? Yes. What's under the mask? Vampire fangs. You have vampire fangs? (laughs) You literally have fangs. I got these fangs made for me professionally. It's been a chaotic year, so much anger, and I wanted to come back, kind of close that loop, connect with somebody who I'd seen before and get some sanity again. And you showed up with fangs. I'm a Bengal tiger. So then I started bringing the fangs around to the rallies, telling people I'm a, I'm a tiger. He sees himself as an endangered species, which makes it remarkable that Eric or Don Jr. haven't sniped him in a trophy hunt. I have been to 50 Trump rallies. <laughs> you went to 50, 50. Trump rallies? That, and I have spoken to the president from the stage a few times. It was really great. I mean, he has recognized the beard. And, and at one of the rallies, I forget which one it was, I was near the front, and he pointed me out, and he said, there, there's that guy. Beard. There's that guy. That's how he, he talk, talks to his children. He, he said, I, I, said, I, I, said I, I see this guy at all the rallies. He gets in the news a lot. Do you stay in touch with the old MAGA crew, people you run oh, into the rallies? Of course. I've developed some lifelong friendships with the MAGA crew. What's the MAGA crew up to now? Uh, avoiding subpoenas? Uh, <laughs> I'm jonesing. I'm jonesing, you know. Those Trump rallies are great. I was depending on them. It was the high point of my life. It was a lot of fun. I was at the last Trump rally, and it was definitely not a lot of fun. But what does he think about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th? Oh, I don't support. I mean, let me put it to you this way. I don't think the way it's reported is is what actually went down. I saw a different perspective. Nobody I knew was going there to overthrow the government or break into the Capitol building. What does your shirt say? What? Million Michael Martin. Yes. Be there, will be wild. Yeah, well, we had a fun... Look, we, but, you, a, you, but, uh, but, you're, but you're literally wearing a shirt that, that has intention on it, and the intention uh, is it well, being I wild. It, I can sell it. Okay, but we had a wild time the first two. We didn't cause any trouble. We had a lot of... So, so yeah, that when I, a president stands up and says, you need to fight for me, that they might uh, literally well, go let's, and let's, fight? We're playing semantic games now. You went there with the yes. complete intention to disregard what Donald Trump said. 
Yes. Whoever went into the Capitol building, these were not Trump fans because nobody would have walked out in a speech. They broke in. He was still speaking for half an Who hour. Who are those people? Uh, well, you know, I've heard news reports that one of them was an integral member of Antifa. Whatever happened on January 6th, uh, they, meaning uh, the, the people who don't like President Trump, the Democrats, the, Nancy Pelosi allowed this to happen. If they were trying to kill Nancy Pelosi. Was she br say, saying well, bring it they, up? Let me tell you, some of them, I think, maybe are being uh, unfairly persecuted. Really? Yeah, the FBI uh, came to my house after their rally. <laughs> well, at least they're doing their job. <laughs> it but gives look, me a little bit of hope. Did you flip on anybody? I'll flip on anybody. Did you turn somebody in? You're running around no, free no, right no, now. No, of course I would. I would. I, first of all, I, wouldn't, I had nothing to flip because my point of view is peaceful. As the FBI asked me, they wanted to know if I breached the Capitol building. I said, of course I didn't. I said, that, that, that would have been the stupidest thing in the world. But the guy that you have pledged your life and wardrobe to told you to essentially he do exactly that. So what's next after the violent insurrection that he doesn't think Donald Trump told them to do? Well, it turns out they're just waiting for Donald Trump to tell them what to do. We're not giving up. You know, it's not over. We're coming back. In what way? Uh, it depends on what the boss tells us to do. <laughs> uh, donate, I believe, was the last thing from I, up on high. I've donated a lot to him, you know. <laughs> Purposefully, you. or you look at your bank account and realize, oh well, shit, I guess it happened again. Well, I didn't want to leave without finding some common ground with Edward. He previously described Trump as a superhero and a rock star. But had Edward come back to the reality that the president of the United States is mortal, who's not impervious to criticism, and technically works for us? You've seen Braveheart, of course. Everybody's seen Braveheart. I, I have seen Braveheart. Yes, Donald Trump uh, is our William Wallace. <laughs> That's right. I mean, maybe... They both do wear a lot of makeup. Maybe they drew him and quartered him metaphorically, but he left behind a very strong, vocal, and patriotic force of, of people. You know what? I, I want to find a middle ground here. <laughs> I, how about this? Donald Trump, I don't see him as your William Wallace, but he is a lot like Mel Gibson. <laughs> All right. Wait, I'll, can we agree I'll, on that? I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> I knew we'd find some common ground. I guess some ground is better than no ground. So, that's it. The MAGA rally journey is over. And President Trump's ending is not unlike that of the ancient King Ozymandias. His wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command looking across this vast emptiness that was once his empire. Look on his works, ye mighty in despair! <clears throat> anyway, I'm just gonna stay here so I can be first in line when the rallies start up again in 2023. Or when Don Jr. runs in 28. I'll always be here, I guess. This is my life now! Ha ha ha! <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden. Explore more shows from The Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, 
five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.